listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's the all new Light Breakfast Show with Asha and Terry. Today we've got a special for you. We are sharing Terry's fireside chat with Donnie Yan. He's an actor, if you didn't know, mixed martial artist, the action director, widely credited for bringing mixed martial arts or MMA into mainstream Asian cinema. I would have loved to have gone, but Terry locked me in a cupboard <laughs> to make sure I couldn't get there in time. So I could have Donnie Yan all to myself. <laughs> Which he did. Let's start with the first question already because it has to do with the fact that of course you're so well known as a martial arts person as well as, as an actor. It's someone that you're someone that I've seen growing up throughout my life as well. So being here today is extra special yes, to me as you. well. And being a person who's well versed in judo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wushu, muay thai, so all these various different special martial arts. I want to ask first, what is the hardest one to learn? And also which is your favorite perhaps? I don't have a favorite. I started off as a martial artist studying from my mother. She used to have a martial arts school in Boston because I used to live in Boston and that was my first introduction at 11 years old. But I was always fascinating to different style of martial arts because I love watching Kung Fu movies, love watching Bruce Lee movies and I was a curious kid so I tried to learn as many styles as possible and experience these styles like Taekwondo or boxing or karate or you know Whatever I can be connected with, I try. But uh never thought of being an actor. But I think as I progress as a filmmaker or an actor, I slowly shift my passion into more as a filmmaker or as an actor more than so-called so as a martial artist. And that is a passion that I found, a number one passion as a filmmaker. That's my number one. But of course, martial artists in my blood. And it's very apparent in all the movies that you've done, in yeah, fact, yeah. right? Having martial arts being a big part of your life like this, how much has martial arts impacted the way you look at life and the way you feel about life? Like, how much of your life is martial arts? Yeah. My, well, it took away all my other times as a normal kid. I spend all my time practicing martial arts six, seven hours a day, right? While my friends playing basketball and doing other stuff, other sports, right? So I missed out on that. And I, that's why I look at my kids and, and I, I don't force them to do anything that is abnormal like I was, right? So that, that is what I missed out. And martial arts path is a very lonely path because right. you practice yourself unless you're sparring with somebody else. But it is a self-disciplined way of training. You have to be really focused and, and really into that world. Sometimes you lose that kind of social communications. Like the chance to actually interact with people. Interactions, so, yes. So much of it is done Absolutely. on your own. Absolutely. So that is what I see. Like right. I said, you know, it's a lonely, lonely journey. Now let's talk about your, your new movie, Sakura. It's really exciting because it, you're going to be producer, you're going to be director, you're the main actor as well. What's been the most exciting part for you about making this movie? All my movies, once I decide to do it, what I find my motivations is that I set each project at the highest level. What I mean by that is I always want to break grounds. Breaking grounds gives me that kind of satisfaction and, and that drive. It could be this movie and it, will, it was all of the movies in the past. So it just so happened in this movie because my last movie I did contemporary action movie, Raging Fire. Right. So for me to find that kind of passion. I need to be, number one, maybe something that I haven't done for a while. I've done wuxia movies in the past, but that was a long time ago. And for me to make another wuxia movie, it is 
quite refreshing, refreshing for me. Uh, but honestly, I have been be, uh, working it behind the camera for for many many years. I've directed my own films since 1996. So for me, I have no problem working behind it. Camera is just for the longest time people focus on what I do on screen. Right. But a lot of the movies that I was involved with, I produced it, and I get behind the camera and I start shooting stuff, and and I definitely edit. Primarily all my movies myself. So what's so exciting for, for me is trying to make a Wuxia movie for 2023. Trying to figure out what the audience want to see. The fact that all the audience are spoiled by good movies. We can have access to good movies anywhere, right? So the standard is really high. Right. So for me to, to take up that challenge is both challenging, but at the same time, it's very, I, I feel really excited and the process. And that makes it even more exciting for everyone else to know that you're excited about it. So everyone yes, else is even doubly so. I'm very yeah. excited. I, I can't Absolutely. wait for the audience to watch it. And Especially I, the uh, audience that watched uh, Wuxia movies before or watched many of Wuxia before. So, you know, they will see there's something different about this movie. Based on your memory of all the fight scenes yeah. that you have done, which one at this moment at least that you can think yeah. of is your proudest one? The one you're most there proud were, of? There were quite a few because number one, it did make a very significant influence and a very strong marks on in the action world, not only for action movie fans, but also for the film industry. These, some of the stuff that I did literally affected how many filmmakers they look up to these films, you know, and, and I feel very honored with my experience meeting even some of the big movie producers or actors, and they would tell me, oh, you know, I watched that movie so many times and that movie that's so many times and I study your films and how do you shoot that stuff and how do you how do you edit that stuff? So there were quite a few of these films that I feel had that impact. And I recall some of these experience creating those scenes were part of that recalling having that kind of passion and having that drive at the moment where, oh, you know, I want to do something innovative. I want to do something groundbreaking. And I did it. And it became reality. Right. You know, it put it in a movie and the movie became widespread and everybody looked at that, those action scenes. Movies like SPL, Flashpoint, of course, the Ibn series, Rage and Fire, quite a few, <laughs> quite a few. And even if a little movies that I did, action scenes that I did in some of the recent Hollywood movies that I did, for example, yeah. when I did Triple X with Vin Diesel, yes. what happened was they were very respectful throughout the whole process. They kept asking, oh, Mr. Yen, how would you do this? How would you do that? And I played a very smart diplomatic game and I told, oh, you know, just, just choreograph the stuff and, and <laughs> let's see what happened, right? So right. they choreographed certain things and of course I kept changing the stuff on the spot and working with the cameraman and how they placed the camera and I diplomatically changed all the choreography to work with their camera angles. You gotta give them face. You can't say, well, you're not placing the camera right or the choreography wasn't the so way. So you got what you wanted ultimately? I, absolutely. I said, well, you know, but, if yeah. you change this move, maybe that move would be better, wouldn't it? Right? And the camera's over there and I said, well, right, right. the angle is not here. The hair is, wouldn't it? Right. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So after I shot the whole scene, I, the director is called DJ Caruso, and he's very respectful and very cool. And he's like, "Oh, Donnie, I love what you do." I said, "I tell you what, DJ, we shot this sh scenes today, right? You give me the footage. I'm gonna cut it with my computer, and I give you back how I see the scenes are cut together. If you don't like it, of course you're the director. You could throw it away. But if you like what I do, perhaps you can inspire, it, be in, get something out of it, right?" So I went back and cut the scenes together. Make the long story short, the next day I came up the scene. He said, wow, this is like amazing. He shows his editor. And what you see, that particular scene in Triple X where 
I take on all the guys. I take on take on all the guys in the airplane at the very end. <laughs> I edit all the scenes. So you made that scene happen actually. Pretty much the way that you pretty much you pretty much. So together. that's why that scene looks very different from the rest of the scene. It's like, right. wow, that's very Donnie Yen style. Right, know? right. Now you are so well known for your acting and your martial arts, and now we're going to find out more about yeah. this side of you yeah, as well in yeah. Sakura. Now, if you could choose to film a scene with another Hong Kong martial arts. Talent, whether it's a person from the past, yeah. whether it's someone who's up and coming, like if you could choose just one person right now, and if all things were level, that means if it's currently both the same right. age and everything, yeah, who would that person? Well, be? I I was fortunate enough to shot pretty much half of the whole Hong Kong heavyweight. I right. shot Jackie Chan. The whole scenes, how I directed in a movie called Twin Effects, many many years ago, and I won the that was my very first film award, best action directions, action choreography. Then later on, I won another award filming Sammo Hung SPL and Jackie Wu Jing in SPL. So I've shot a lot of lot of lot of people, so female actress, male actress. The only person that I have not specifically shoot as a director is Jet Li, and everybody else. Who else have I not shot? But that's interesting. Jet Li and you were in. Mulan Many together. movies, three movies right, together. So, yeah. First movie was Once Upon a Time when he was Wong Fei Hong and I right. played the villain. Second movie when I played Hero. The third movie was in Mulan. We we were in the movie because uh, we wanted to do something for our daughter. Right, because of the legend that is Mulan. Mulan, the singing yes, part. You know, yes. they didn't have singing. So, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. That was disappointing. You know, you could always make your own Mulan as well. <laughs> no, That's still no. a possibility. Yeah, one Mulan is enough. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese New Year is around the corner yeah. already. A lot of people, right, have unique sometimes traditions to their that are unique to their own family, or sometimes they are very old school tradition. Like for example, for my family, we do this really old school thing where uh, on Chinese New Year Day, the first day, we kneel in front of my grandmother yeah. and we bow. Yeah, we do that. Not bow, but we kneels and tease, and you know that's what I that's what we do to the to the elders. So uh, are there traditions like these that are still in your family or unique ones that your for family my, does? For uh, my for my wife's family for mm-hmm. sure, and my wife's family. It's a big family. So we go through the whole ritual of this whole tea ceremony. And the younger one actually kneels down to us, you know, my kids, you know, every year. It's, I think it's a very valuable and good ritual, you know. Yeah. It maintains the, the richness of, of this culture. Absolutely. And uh, the last question for you has to do with the fact that we are going into the Chinese New Year and it is going to be your year. Yeah, it's the year of the yeah, rabbit yeah. and you're born in the year of the rabbit, yeah. right? Would you consider that you have a lot of traits of the rabbit zodiac? I don't know. Everybody say yes, but I don't know. <laughs> I can run a few through. Yeah, yeah. Um, the rabbit is supposed to be gentle in spirit, approachable, yeah. good-humored, and expressive. Do you yeah, feel this I, is you? I have that. I have that. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's great because that's exactly what I was going to say as well. It feels like, based on this short time that I've had with you, yeah. it feels like, yeah, you definitely do feel yeah. uh, the role of that rabbit yeah. Uh, yeah. persona as well. And of course, I suppose I have to ask you, Terry, since I wasn't there to witness it. (laughs) What was the best part for you uh, during your chat with Tony Yen? The hands down best part that I love the most, right, was asking Donnie Yen to show me a short, simple martial arts move that I would have to uh, kind of emulate, try to follow him. And then he graded me on a scale of 1 to 10 how well I did it. Okay, so why did you want to learn a martial arts move? Obviously, so I can then tell people that I learned a martial arts move from Donnie Yen. Like, Asha, did you know I learned a martial arts move from Donnie Yen? Like this, like this. This is the purpose of it. Yeah. Okay. So to give you an idea of how it went, take a listen to this. 
You can do it so many times. You can do okay. it fast. You can do it slow. Oh, you can do okay. it. I don't even slow. see it happening now anymore. I don't even see it anymore. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna try, and then you tell me whether on a scale of one to ten. Okay. All right. I'm gonna do it. I'm too nervous. I can't look at Donnie yet as I'm doing this. Okay. So it's yes. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. So on a scale of one yes. to ten. Oh. Wait. Wait. I don't understand. I don't understand what you were learning, and I don't understand what the, what was the grade. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Well, you see, you got you got to get the full experience of how Donnie Yen taught me mm-hmm. a move, a martial arts move, and to see how I learned that move, which is very similar to the Street Fighter Hadouken. Right. Right. I give you a tease right there. <laughs> get the whole idea, the whole video, and mm-hmm. the results by checking it out. On our Instagram That's light.my I think Grasshopper Terry Is very pleased with himself So head on over To our socials To check that out I'm about to go as well Because I'm hoping He got minus zero You've been listening To a Light FM podcast On Shock That's S-Y-O-K